My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode number 69. And today, Jared and I kind of had a therapy session. Mm-hmm. We talked about joy and happiness. We talked about how the world's just got a lot of darkness and bad news, and what? how could we bring some more joy to the world? Yeah. And we left the podcast on a big cliffhanger. Happy headlines. Happy headlines. Good news. Yeah, so we would love it if you would take a few seconds to preferably swing on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us some stars, subscribe, and give us some feedback. So let's go. Just some old heads from outer space like we come from a whole other town and place. Mad men. Mad, mad men. How you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm kind of ready for this to not be a rush every time. I know. Why, why is it a rush every time? Because I'm not, I'm not good at my job. Is that what you're trying to get me to say? No, 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 not at all. Is there something I can do to help you? Oh, that was kind of you. I was was, was trying to figure out a way I can help you. That was very kind of you. Thank you. I'm not always just taking jabs at you. Sometimes. 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 But they're well-deserved jabs because I get them all day, every day. I haven't roasted you in a while. You roast me literally first thing like almost every single morning. That's probably true. Yeah. Sorry. No, it is true. You know what else stinks? What? I just sat down in my drinks across the room. Get up and get it. Can you reach it? Go, go, gadget arm. No. You have to carry the uh, podcast. If I was a stretch Armstrong. You have to carry the podcast here for the next I'll stretch Armstrong. You could just stretch my arm out and I could get it. Did you ever have a stretch Armstrong? Nope. That is one of the toys that I always wanted. Never got it. As, as, a, as a little dude, I never got it. They had I'm some. Gonna, they had, get you one. They had some of the best commercials, though, where they're like, the arms are stretched across the world. I, rem- I do remember those. Those are. Do you ever play with one? No. The arms didn't even stretch that long. I don't think I even knew anybody that had one. I don't think I did either. But I remember like going to Toys R Us one day, and they had one there, and I remember playing with it. And how far the arm stretch was wildly disappointing. Like I thought they were gonna at least like stretch, like wall to wall across the store. And they didn't like make it like. They didn't even do it. Didn't even make it like the width of an aisle. That's frustrating. Yeah. Sorry, I'm still playing with the board. I want to click this thing to see if everything's working right. And I'm afraid it's going to play through. And it's not playing through. What are you wanting to click? I was just trying to click on our, our deal to see um, on the live video just to make sure everything was good. I was afraid if I didn't have the audio settings correct, it'd play through the board. Mm. Just thinking. You know, yeah. just, just processing. Just thinking. You know what we should probably acknowledge? What? This beautiful sign sitting over our shoulder. I know. That thing is super cool. You're listening just to the audio. Um, the burn shop was in on the last episode. Made us a beautiful sign, and we hung it up the next day. Yeah, and by we, I mean Jared hung it up the next day. Yeah, but you you did all like the lighting behind it and all that. Yeah, the easy we, part. We we just have like our our separate areas of expertise. Yep, and it just so happens that my expertise is screwing a screw in like two little spiral links of the screw, so the sign sticks out a little bit. So I didn't even do that much. Yeah. You know what else I just remembered? What? As we rushed into this? I didn't plug my computer in. So it's going to die? Maybe. Or what? It might die. What percentage are you at? 62. Oh, you're good. We'll make it maybe. Yeah. I bet we don't. We'll have to cut it off once you get to... Well, we'll start have to start wrapping it up once you get to 3%. Yeah. You know what? That's going to be our timer today. Yeah. When that gets down, we just start to shut it down. That's probably what we should do every podcast. Probably. Just come in here with like 50% laptop battery. 
and just cut let 61 percent. we already lost a percent this might be a quick podcast that's, that's like 20 seconds that we made it or we'll just lose the video and keep going yeah either way it's like we're a good. teaser we're good it's a teaser for someone we, to go to the apple podcast and yeah. subscribe and leave us a review we do leave a ton of cliffhangers on this podcast so we do <laughs> and we sure. fulfill some of them yeah usually we never make our, our way back around to it but this has been this has been a pretty big month though you know, yeah. this has really been a big year. We came into a new studio. We remodeled an old studio, mm-hmm. made it a new studio. The gracious people at DesignWorks were nice enough to let us use this. Yep. AKA Ren. Let us use the space. You did all the walls. We got it all taken care of. I, I didn't do all the walls. You helped me. Yep. And then you redid what I did. So that was cool. No. And then we got, a, we have a new sign. Yep. We got to be, which was one of our goals this year, be a part of a launch of a new podcast. Yep. Falls Fugitive. Mm-hmm. That's live. People should check that out. Um, we've got some other podcasts we've been throwing around. Jared has dropped 32 new podcasts today that he would like to start. Yeah. So if you click on the the DesignWorks provider on Apple Podcasts and go to the provider page, you might see like 30 new podcasts this week. I'll be all there. Right now when you click on it, you just see Falls Fugitive and Modern Mad Men. Which is a great start. But by Friday, you might see 30 new podcasts. I think we have some that should get started soon. Yeah. I'm excited about them. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad we have that provider page now. Nice job getting accepted on that. I'm just a real pro. Yeah. I mean, all it took was a little a little email to email to my buddies at Apple. It also helped that we um, got access to the email we needed to get access to. Yeah. That did help a lot. That did help. Otherwise, we wouldn't be sitting here. Yeah. So... Yeah, man, it's been a good uh, a good stretch. Yeah, got the NBA finals tonight. Yep, it's gonna wrap it up. People will use people will obviously be listening to this probably after the the game tonight, but yep. um, pretty good chance that we have another game. I think. I don't know. I don't think it's over tonight. I I was being somewhat serious when I said I think it was like two or three podcasts ago. It might have sounded jokingly when I said they're gonna sweep them, bro. But I was being somewhat serious because I thought they had to sweep them to win. Yeah. Just because I thought the longer that the series went on, the more of a probability that KD was going to return. Yeah. And now he's returned. Or he's supposed to return tonight. Yeah, I think he will. We'll see how much time he gets. So I thought for them to win it, they would have to sweep them. Man, they've looked good. We'll see. They've looked good. I think if they don't win this game, they might be in trouble. I get nervous for uh, Canada, though. Yeah. Yeah, it could be some big heartbreak, Canada. I mean... Which kind of serves them right, because the Blue Jays have broken yep. our hearts in Texas quite a bit lately. They broke our hearts and never really got anything out of it. No. Never got a title. No. So... They got a cool... They got a semi... I'm not even going to give it a cool bat flip. They got a, like a semi-historic bat flip out of yep. it. And then their fans forgot how to act and just started throwing trash on the field. Yeah. Real bummer. Yeah. Real bummer. Yeah. What do you think of this guy courtside at the Golden State game? The investor. So I saw like all the, the, the headline and the talk about it before I actually saw the video. And it was not just like the the image I had in my mind uh, based on the, the headlines and stuff was a lot worse than what yeah, actually I happened. I agree. But still, you can't really put your hands no. on a player. I didn't think it was bad until I found out who he was. Yeah. And when I found out who he was, I immediately was mad. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. 
you know. A half a million dollar fine? Andy's band, is it all next year? One, band? one or year. Is it, is it, or is it the rest of this year? He said, no, it said a one year band. Oh, uh, so like one year from the date that you, yeah. okay. Band, not band. Hmm? Wouldn't be a band. I said band. One year band. Oh. Be a one year band. Man, look at you. You're a pro now correcting yourself. You've gotten smarter being around you. Yeah. Maybe smarter, man. I don't, I don't know if it's being around me, but I'm all about being positive today. Yeah, just happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Also, ha- happy headlines. Yeah, that's what I'm about. Yeah, just bringing out the good. Yeah, getting rid of some of the bad. Yeah, I think we need more of that. Yeah, maybe we should start a podcast about that. We, I think we should consider it. Yeah, I think so. I think positive only. I think there's so much bad news in the world today. People need some happy headlines. I agree. I've learned about me that I enjoy ranting mm-hmm. and roasting. And I'm and I'm rarely serious, but I, th- I think ranting, although it has like a negative connotation, but I think ranting is just a way to like parody bad news and everything that's going on in the world. That's fair. So I, th- I think I think ranting, although the negative connotation is for sure a type of humor and to bring like yeah humor and happiness into the world. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think that's fair. I just I think I enjoy it, and I know there's a balance to it. I think I've been pretty unhealthy the last week, just like tired. So last night I was raining to Katie and it wasn't good. But I'm learning that if I start my day off on Facebook, it usually um, isn't a good jump start. Yeah. And so I think some positive things to start the day off would be better. I, I guess there is like different types of raining. The The raining that I was thinking of is like the rants I hear you do. About yeah, yeah. like nonsense. Okay, I wasn't going to say that because right when I started that sentence, I was like, man, this is about to sound like a dig against Logan. No, no, no. But you, but you do rant about nonsense a lot. Like, For what, sure. What, what, <laughs> what, no, I 100% agree What, what was your most recent one, the, the city name one? Oh, city in the name of a city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb. And you, you're ranting about that. It's made me mad. But it's funny. Yeah, but you don't need to have city in your name if you're yeah. a city. But that, that, that made people laugh. Like, you fall city, city? You you're, yeah. You're not like... Angry, or, yeah, or you're not legitimately angry about it, but it's it's like bring some humor into the world. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that I think no, I I think that's not a dig. I think that's fair because I I I think when you rant about something serious, then there's a passive aggressive undertone. But I'm just I'm just half the time I'm just trying to invoke some kind of emotion out of somebody. Yeah, and then sometimes it gets scary whenever you start doing that and you don't have the perfect audience around you. And then somebody starts agreeing with you or ranting, and then it turns into something else. But no, no, that's not what I'm trying to do. You should have all these converters following you. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if cities have a city in their name. Yeah, these people are ridiculous. You should have an angry following. Yeah. So that's with you that you're trying to rant about something that you're making light of. I kind of do that in sermons, though, too. I kind of start to rant about things that are serious. So I think I just kind of cover the gamut Yeah. of stuff. That's just how I am. I just, I work through stuff. And even in like heavy, serious moments, my like love language is humor. Mm-hmm. I enjoy humor. In a bad time, good time, I just make light of things because I think everything's too dark and too serious sometimes. Yeah. So I just try to find in everything. There's a way in mostly everything you can find a way into something that at least makes you laugh for a few minutes. Yeah. And that's I, okay. Yeah. I th- I th- and I think people enjoy that. That's why they're like talk shows exist yeah like late night talk shows exist like they basically make a living off of making jokes about somewhat serious headlines yeah and people relate to it and laugh at it they see that like everything is not like apocalyptic 
like the the world's not yeah, gonna yeah. end because of this one decision. Yeah. Like just take the time and sit down and like process for a few seconds. Like laugh at the world and laugh at yourself and there's there's laughter to be had and there's joy to be found in yeah. this in the, in this world. That was deep. Not really. That's kind of I mean, deep. That's, that, that shouldn't be though. I know. It's it sad. shouldn't be deep. It's sad. I think that's where I think if you can that's what I've learned a lot from getting into comedy over the last year. Are you in a comedy now? Are you a comedian? I mean, I'm putting together a set. Because you, you've yet to make me laugh, ever. Well, I've had you chuckle. I, I literally had you throw up one time on the carpet. The yeah, that's not sure. Um, what was that? I don't uh, remember. Probably can't but talk that's, about that's, it on That's there. actually a true story. Yeah, probably can't talk about it on there. But I think that when you, when you take a person, a people group, or a topic off limits, then everybody else should be offended. Should yeah. be offended, and there's a balance to it. I don't think you should just say anything to everybody. Your audience is important. Like I can't just get up on stage at One Life and say some of the things. Like just because the audience doesn't know me, and that's not fair to just project out. But if I know people in the room, they know my heart. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's it's humor can bring together people groups that would normally not like each other, mm-hmm. and they can all relate around the topic. Yep. You know. And so I don't know. That's where yeah. I think that I think that's probably one of the coolest parts about our community is that we can be who we are all the time. Yeah. And not have to worry about like, uh oh, I heard Jared the other night make this comment. He could have been kidding, but it was offensive. And it's like, no, man, he if you have a problem, just ask. It, it, it does change a little bit when you when you like introduce new people into your group and you're yeah. still making the same jokes and they don't like understand that's true. Your sense of humor and they're like, Oh man, Logan and Jared are like Super bad people. Yeah, that's fair. But I, I think there's a balance because I think that's twofold. One, I don't think you have to care what other people think. But two, I also think we do a pretty good job of getting to know somebody before yeah. we just start roasting each other in front yeah. of somebody. You're 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 uh, pretty responsible with your ranting and roasting. I, I try to be real careful. I think it's I think it really is like not like in a uh, like about me way, but your audience really dictates what you say anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I would make jokes to you. Cause I could probably say just about anything to you, but I probably wouldn't say that in front of everybody. Yeah. Not because I'd like, I'd have to, if you have to explain in backstory what you're about to say so much, it's not going to work. Like, Hey, just want to let you know, I don't actually hate Eli Manning and want him to die. But I, I make, you know, like if you have to like go through the whole gamut, yeah. people don't get it. And it's like, yeah, I don't want the worst for the guy. Like, See, that's sports. That's the difference between like, I'm not trying to say you aren't like an actual comedian. That's the difference between you and like a professional comedian. Cause pr- professional comedians, it's like, um, it's like a given that they can talk about like anything. And it's just like part of their set, like a normal person who is just a funny person. You can't necessarily talk about yeah. everything and it be like part of your job. Yeah. Like you, you, you like have to, um, set your boundaries and understand your audience and who you're talking to and who you're who you're around. Like you aren't you aren't making you aren't making a living by touching on um, emotional subjects. Yeah. So I mean, Lord, though, so I pretty much do. So that, that was that was all to set up the the rare compliment that I have for you that you understand your audience pretty well. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was waiting for a follow up roast. No, I'm I'm not good at roasting. I think I really do think that it's a byproduct of years of like being around people, like the same people. Like you and I've known each other since kindergarten. 
So it's probably not a lot we could say to offend each other. Mm-hmm. And so I think through that, I've just learned through the years, there's certain people like Braden. He's, I mean, been around, we've been around him for, I mean, 10, over 10 years. Like you just, you know people. And so when you start to learn people and then you get out to the next wave of people, you realize like, hey, I'm meeting this guy for the first time at lunch. Probably not a good time to test out some new material. You know? Yeah. Probably not a great time to see how funny it is. But also, I've kind of tried to do a good job of, of surrounding myself around people with people that aren't that way. Yeah. Like if, if you're quickly offended and you're always looking to be offended, I mean, I just don't think we're going to be good friends. And that's okay. Like we can just kick it every once in a while. Yeah. Not that I, not, not that we say a lot of offensive stuff, but we just, nothing's off the table. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of the fun. Yeah. You know? And I can tell you one thing, Katie doesn't think I'm funny 80% of the time. But every once in a while I hit her and she laughs. Every once in a while you what? Hit her with a joke. Oh, okay. Yeah, with a joke. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's like, man. With a, with a punchline. I mean, I've, I've known you since kindergarten, but that one kind of offended me. Yeah. Man, I'll set something up for weeks knowing that at some point I can hit a punchline on somebody. I really will. That one, you, you just left the, the, the punchline a little bit too short and you just left it with every time I hit her. Yeah. It's like, ah, that, one, that one didn't really land. I don't think anyone would ever think that I abused Katie. So that might be a pretty fair yeah. fight. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad comedians exist, though. I think That's, it's, yeah, if you get on stage, anybody, you can say almost anything if it's funny. Yeah. I think that if it's not funny and you're on stage, it can be offensive. Mm-hmm. But if it's funny, you can detour it a little bit. But if a comedian but, gets off stage and goes to the workplace cooler, you don't get to do the same it's, thing. It's also kind of a weird concept to me that people, um, like, will pay money in order to laugh. Yep. Like yep. Why? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of a weird concept to me. It is weird. Like, is is like joy that hard to find in life nowadays that you have to like pay to go see somebody, like tell jokes to make you experience joy and laughter? Yeah. Which which Good I point. which I don't I, which I'm probably the last person that should be talking about that because, um, uh, I'm like always most of the time I'm like, um. Like I'm, I'm not joyful most of the time. Like I'm in my head, like ninety percent of my life. I would have never, so, I would have never put those ratios down for you. Maybe not ninety percent of my life, but I'm not, I'm not one of those people that you're just like constantly going to see like smiling and laughing, and that's just kind of my personality. So I'm probably like the last person who should talk about like having to having to pay um, to go somewhere to laugh. Because I don't, I don't laugh a whole lot. I mean, you, I mean, let's be real. You make me laugh. You I, make me laugh. I got you chuckling like thirty yeah. percent of the day. But I also don't like. I also don't have like the, like the doom and gloom. Like no, yeah, yeah. Environment you're pretty even over kill. My head. Yeah, you're always you're always pretty even kill. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm amped, or I'm mad. Yeah, I guess that's not true. I'm kind of <laughs> even kill. You're, you're pretty even kill. I don't get real upset. I think what I do most of the time, it's just because I legitimately want to rant about something. Yeah. And it's usually only around people. When I'm by myself, it's just like, I'll I'll see like news or whatever. One thing I've noticed by myself, which is unhealthy, is when I'm watching uh, UFC fights, I get, I've been getting real anxious watching Why? fights. I don't know. Like when I was watching the Cowboy fight this weekend, I was like real nervous for him. Yeah. Well, like that- Like to a point that I was like, like very nervous, yeah. sweating. I was holding Ellie and I was sweating. Yeah, you know, I've I've gotten nervous just like watching 
college world series super regional games yeah and i am not a fan of any of the teams in the super regionals yeah and i've gotten nervous for like uh like certain batters up in a big position like there's a like the left fielder for ucla completely dropped a ball the other day that led to uh un, sorry the left fielder from michigan dropped a ball that led to ucla tying the game i was like man if Michigan doesn't end up winning this game, this dude is going to be like down on himself for like maybe years. Oh, for sure. He's going to constantly be replaying that. And they did end up losing, but um, it was like extra inning. So he wasn't like directly responsible for anything. And they ended up uh, winning the series, I think, last night. So I was super happy for him. But he like got up the, the next inning um, after he dropped that ball. And I was like, man. I was super nervous for him because I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. he, he came up in like a big spot too, like a guy in third, uh, one out, and I was like, man, just don't strike out. Just yeah, put, just put the ball in play. Just redeem, just redeem yourself. I don't want you to like feeling super low about yourself. So I get like super invested, and which is I feel like opposite. Maybe not for you, but for me, from when I was younger, when I was younger. It was like who I cared about, who I wanted to win. And I didn't really care about the rest. You see a guy drop a pop fly, and you be like, what a bum. Mm-hmm. And now, like, I feel like there's more of a weight to it. Yeah. Like, that dude, I did, like, especially pro players, like, he's got a family. Yeah. You know, that's why, like, when I see these guys get, like, knocked out, it's just, or, like, guys were girls. There's a head kick in the co-main event, uh, the fights on Saturday. This girl got knocked out. Just guy, like, head kick to sleep. And it's just like, I don't, can you imagine being a parent or a sister or a brother and being, like, having to watch that? Yeah. That, that'd be rough. I think I would rather I would rather fight somebody and get knocked out than watch you fight somebody and get knocked oh, out. Oh, for sure. It's just like you're just like sitting there the whole time like the joy would be so high but the the lows have to be just terrible. Yeah. Oh, I always feel a lot more bad for people who like who I watch them fail, like whether it's like an error in a baseball game or a costly turnover in like the the NBA finals or something like that. I always feel more bad for them than I ever do for myself. Yeah, that's fair. I was heartbroken. It felt a little better for Russell Wilson, but when he threw that pick oh, yeah. in the end zone in that Super Bowl, I mean, he's kind of he's redeemed himself, obviously, and he's had a great career. But, I mean, if that was just some quarterback that made it there, I mean, that's your legacy. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the thing that I make myself, I get mad at myself for, is they literally are getting played, paid to play a game. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just a game. I remember the thirty, the thirty for thirty with uh, Bartman. That one oh, abs- absolutely my broke my heart. Bartman's that dude in uh, left field for the Cubs. I don't is fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's he's a fan. The dude who reached over from the stands and like interfered interfered with the uh, the foul ball. Moises Alou. Moises Alou. Yeah, who was trying to catch the ball. But I always felt so bad for him, and I like always yep. thought to myself, man, I wish I w- I, w- I just wish I was him. Because I don't know how he's handling this. Yeah. And I'd, I'd rather know, like, myself how I'm handling it yep. than not know how a person I don't know is handling it. Because I always yep. go to, like, the, the worst-case scenario. Like, man, this dude's depressed for life because all these fans heckled him yeah, and stuff, and he's just going to live with this the rest of his life. Whereas, oh. whereas I, like, I would know how I felt if I was in his position because it's obviously me. Yeah. I, I find myself, and this scares me about myself a little bit, as I always thought, if I was two rows behind him when that happened, who would I have been? Yeah. Would I have been somebody who 
I mean, obviously you couldn't have followed him out because they were literally trying to kill the man. Mm-hmm. But would I have reached out or would I have gone to his defense? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, the dude's just trying to make a play yeah. like any fan would have. Yeah. You replace him with any other fan in that stadium, they're trying to catch that ball. He had headphones on too. Mm-hmm. So he was delayed. Yeah. I don't know if that affected him, but I'm giving him credit that, for that's, that's a big part of the 30 for 30. Do you remember when I tweeted out? Yeah. I maybe made a rash tweet, but I just basically said, after watching the documentary, I hope that the Cubs never get a World Series. Yep. Which, when they won the World Series, I was pumped. And then one of the sideline reporters, she tweeted, like, F you, yeah. I hope you die, and then blocked me and then deleted the tweet. Yeah. That's a little much. Yep. But I think I've probably been her at some point in my career. Not to that level, but. Yeah. So, I don't know. I always feel like, I mean, I was at a Ranger game a few weeks ago, and I was heckling, um, the left fielder no the right fielder and I felt like it was pretty pretty classy heckling wasn't bad you know but I always I feel like if it like I feel like at this point now if he were to make a major mistake I'd probably get quiet yeah you know like it's like ah this isn't fun anymore because this guy's getting paid a lot of money he doesn't care what I'm saying we're just having fun banter yeah but I feel like I don't know I, and maybe that's changing in me and I'm sure if the Rangers are in the World Series, I might feel different. But I just hope that if I was two rows behind Bartman, that I would have reached out and been like, yeah. hey, or at least gone live like, or gone on social media and been like, hey, I would have done the same thing. Get yeah. off the guy's back. I, I think I can I can think of like maybe one or two teams where I would have zero problem with one of their players making a huge mistake, huge mistake in like a huge moment of a big game. Yeah. But other, the problem with one of those teams is that I like like 80% of their players. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like the team. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I just, the that's, Astros. That's, yeah. I just want to say it. Who? I just want to say it. The Houston Astros. Oh, that's not what I was thinking of. Well, that's what I'm thinking of. Oh. And I want to see them lose a lot of baseball games, but I like 80% of their team. They're just one of those teams that is so good in, their, in your division. Just by like proxy, you kind of have to not like them. Yeah. And they are rival because, because because you see like the limited future compared to their like unlimited future. Yeah. You're like, man, I don't know if we're ever going to beat them again. They remind me a little bit of the MLB um Golden State. Yeah. I mean, it's I don't I don't think they have the dynasty that they have, but I mean, a lot of those guys are homegrown. Yep. Most of them are. It's hard to like Altuve. Like that's kind of hard to not like the guy. Yeah, when I when I like go through their lineup, I like eight of the nine people in their starting lineup most of the nights. And I think the guy you don't like, I do like probably. And it bothers me that I. <laughs> and it's also that's another thing I've noticed about like professional athletes is that I don't like a lot of people because of their cockiness and demeanor, but I like a lot of people because of their cockiness and yeah. demeanor. And yeah, I think it's unfair. I've never liked Eli Manning as a professional athlete, really for no reason. Like he, I mean, outside of the draft. There's not like a whole lot of things like he in his professional life that he has done. And then I'm a I was a huge fan for a long time of Conor McGregor and everything in his professional life was a nightmare. Yeah. Yep. Like it doesn't make sense. Sometimes I just find somebody and I and I latch onto the story and I just ride or die. Yep. Not great. Josh Hamilton. Favorite favorite ranger. Favorite Ranger of all time in one season. Yeah. Just one body of work, favorite Ranger of all time. And probably the greatest Ranger of all time for that one season. He, yeah. pro- he probably had the greatest 
ranger season in the history of the rangers probably we should start just a sports podcast by the way yeah that might be our third, third yeah. start i don't know how we got here we got here because you were talking about people paying for joy yeah. and then we got there yeah. and i think that's a good point though and i think people i think that there's so much negativity around us and i'm trying to be careful about who i rant to and when because i don't mean it out of a place of actual bitterness but i think some people take that seed and it breeds bitterness. Mm-hmm. And I think people make monetize that style of negativity to make money. Yeah, and that's not what I'm trying to do. I do it just out of sheer humor. That's why I don't do it a ton on the podcast because most people don't know me, and I think it would be a, a it would come across negative. Yeah, I, I get like I was never like this until like the past couple of years, but I get like super emotional now when I just see people experiencing like just pure joy yep like like pure purely joyful moments during movies or like real life people winning championships or like you can see people achieving their dreams like i get super emotional now yeah just watching people experience it's probably gonna get pure joy probably gonna get worse for you and get this baby probably i mean it'll probably be bad while you're having the baby as well but i'm gonna be the person like experiencing pure joy yeah I mean, you just can't beat it. And I better see you crying at my pure joy. Oh, I will. I guarantee you I cry more than anybody. And I guarantee I also, during that, roast you. Yep. And maybe your son might roast him, too. I don't know. Go, go ahead. I'll just wait. He's got used to it. Yeah, he might as well. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't know, man. It's just, I, I went on a real bad YouTube kick, a lot of them. But I, for a while, I would watch. And I don't know why. This The first one's not that bad. But I used to get real choked up when people would see color for the first time with those oh, glasses. Gosh. And if you really think about it in the grand scheme of things of life, like it's not a that's not a major jump. It's not like a kid who's never had food getting food, but it's also something that we take for granted daily. And for that person to see it, and their, their reaction every time gets me. Yep. But the one that got me the most was I went through and watched uh, adoption surprises, where there's two of them. There's two sides. There's one where a kid finds out they're being adopted and I lose it every time. Like to the point after watching, I was like, Katie, when the next years we're adopting, she's like, well, hold on. Like you can't watch a YouTube video and make a decision. And the other one is where kids surprise like a parent who's been in their life for a long time. Uh, yep. And they're like, Hey, I, I want to take your last name. I want you to adopt me. And I cry every time. Yep. I can't imagine that. Yep. And I think it was bad probably before I had a kid. So I don't think the kid changed that, but Yeah. Yeah, that pure joy. I think there's not enough of that. There's a lot of those moments happening, and I think they do get documented, but I think that we're too quick to document the negative. Yeah. Because it's just, it's easier to find. It's easier to create negative because it takes no work. Just be a bad person. That's why why I think comedians have like a super important role in society. And I think a lot of them are failing at it though. Yeah, I think they are. But a lot of people are just like, like in our neck of the woods, a lot of people... Like we'll write them off because of like how vulgar they are sometimes. Yeah, but I think they play uh, an important role in society. I do too. They let people escape for a little bit and laugh. Yep, which I think is super important. Yeah, I do too. I think too many people, whether it be in comedy or news, are pandering too much to the politics. Like it's uh, Donald Trump jokes are super easy. Like it's not that hard. We get it. You don't know how many times I think every single podcast episode i listen to brings up donald trump at some point now dude it, it's it's getting too easy yeah and so 
that's why I've really appreciated like that community of comedians I listen to, like Theo Vaughn and Crystalia and Fighter and the Kid and Andrew Santino, Rogan. Like they're all they've all like made a point of that. Mm-hmm. Like this is easy. We can make subtle jokes about it, but the, it's if you can find like in the daily life the humor. Yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. Man, I listen to these guys hour long podcasts about nothing. There's no point to it, especially Crystalia. He literally will just talk about nothing for an hour, and I will sit there and I will mow my yard tonight, and I will listen to it, and it brings me joy, and it, yeah. it actually spurs a lot of like creativity in me. I start to like think about things, like you start building your set. Yeah, my God. I've always thought about just doing a set. Um, I've told you about the show Kill Tony. Mm-hmm. People go up there and do yeah, that. Yeah. I've wanted to go up there and just do one of Tony Hinchcliffe's sets, like one of his sixty seconds in front of him, like just bite someone's bit and do it. I think it'd be so funny. Is that the one where you like roast the? Yeah, yeah. Is he the roasting one. Yeah, so he you go up. They pull a name out of the hat. If you get called, you go up. You do sixty seconds, and then they are supposed to give you feedback on how your set was, but they really just roast you. Okay. But if you went up there and just literally did one of his and acted like um, it wasn't his and then argued with him that it was his, I think that would be amazing. This, this just hit me. The I think the hard, like the most emotional I've gotten in a while, and you, I know you watched this video because we watched it in the office, um, was that... Nope. You know what I'm talking about? Already. That like, was he, he's autistic and blind? Yep on what was America's Got Talent. Yep. And he just killed playing the piano and singing. Also, his voice was butter. Yes, it was. Oh, I almost started crying. Yeah. Dude, so good. And just seemed like, I think think the uh, most emotional I got was um, when, I forget who hit the the golden buzzer. I think it was Tyra. One, one, One of the judges. Is she a judge? I don't. I have no idea. I don't. I don't, I, I don't watch a show, um, but I saw that clip. Somebody hit like the golden buzz, buzzer, which like sends the contestant to the the final round like automatically. But just seeing his like mom's reaction, I think is what locked me up the most. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you you know like yep, she's been there. I don't know how old he was, but like every single year of his life, she has been there and like has dealt with the difficulty. Yep. And like just wanting to see him like succeed and stuff, and then she got that moment, dude. And that's that, pure joy. That locked me up. Even if that doesn't amount to anything, like a career or anything else, which it should, it for sure should, and not for any other reason. No hurdles or boundaries he's jumped over. He's just good enough. Yeah, he's just good enough. Yeah, he he's one of the most talented dudes I've I've seen in a while. His when he, when the judges were talking to him, and he would do that like. He would say, yeah, or he would yeah. like, kind of give that like chuckle. Oh my gosh. It was the most pure thing. Everything about it just, because I feel like that show especially, they just create content. That's all mm-hmm. they do. And I feel like they probably, I wouldn't say they fabricate stories, but they definitely emphasize things they don't have yeah. to. I don't really care what the backstory is. Like the dude could sing. There was yeah. just, you could feel that you couldn't script that moment. Yeah. It was the coolest thing ever. Yep. I was locked up. Yep. And the worst part is Katie played me that video for the first time when I was in a real bad mood. She's like, can I play a video? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, whatever. And then she played it, and I just I was in such a bad mood, I felt like I couldn't react. So I had to wait till she left the room to watch it again. It was real sad. And then you're sitting in your room by yourself. Just crying. Crying your eyes out. Uh, yeah. Good to uh, yourself. Yeah, I think people miss out on too many moments in the day 
that, or I think they miss out on joy in general because they just, they don't want to find it. Yeah. Kind of like me. I was in a bad mood. I don't want to know it. I think all it takes like nowadays is like one bad thing happening and like throws off your whole day. Yeah. Like for us lately, it's been like Emily and I were gone for like a week. And during that week, our neighbor's fence got blown down. So now our dog gets out like almost every single time we let them out in the backyard. Convenient. And like, I kind of dread letting him out now. And then I like put him in a bad mood. Like every time he gets out. Yep. And one, like the other day I thought I like lost him for good. And then somehow he ended up back in our backyard. Um, but yeah, it's just like moment, like single moments. Like why can't like, why do like those single negative moments have such an impact on your, the rest of your day, but you can have like a single joyful moment and it doesn't have like quite the impact of a negative moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Like, yeah. I, like I saw him after that and he like looked cute as ever and he was smiling and he did some funny stuff but that didn't stick with me. Yeah. It was him getting out and how like that inconvenienced my day and it like, I don't know. Yeah. That's good. I guess the negative, I guess if we never had the negative, we wouldn't have joy. Yeah. But it's interesting that, like you said, that those moments linger so much longer than yeah. the joyful. I don't know, man. I think it was, this is probably a terrible, I'll see if I can tie this in well, but Saturday I had a long day. I had to teach the next morning. I was exhausted. I'd had a really long week. I was in a bad mood. Katie was out of town. It was just Ellie and I, which was a great day. We had so much fun. And so I was kind of looking forward to the moment of putting her to sleep and just like sitting down for a few minutes, looking over my sermon, and then like watching these fights. Real excited about these fights. And so Ellie goes to sleep early. Everything's great. And then like right around like 9.30 or 10, she's just like yelling and screaming. And so usually I just let her cry it out. And then it went long enough. I was like, okay. So I was laying in there with her, trying to watch the fight on my phone, like just trying to navigate it. She's crying. And so I finally just like, you know what? You're about to come watch the fights with me. So I brought her in there with me. And of course I'm sweating watching this cowboy fight. But the whole time I'm in a bad mood and she's not trying to get up. She's tired, but she's just like holding my beard and saying, dad, 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 waterworks hit me, <laughs> you know? And I just like, it, it took those moments to realize like, I mean, None of this stuff matters. Yeah. Not that none of this matters. Who cares if I'm, if I have to stay up a little later or whatever, I'll get some more sleep. I can always find sleep. Yeah. But I just like, it took that to like lock me back in to be like, I'm glad she's up. Like it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. She's healthy. I'm healthy. Cowboy's not healthy. He blew his nose. And then that eye just, that that eye shut on him. What? Wasn't great. Yeah. I I just saw the, I didn't see the the video of him like blowing his nose, but I saw the, the picture of his eye. Did not look good. He did one of those like where you hold a nostril uh, and just try to get it out. And as soon as he did it, you can see him like start like tapping his eye. And then it's like the pressure hit him and he's like holding his eye. And then the he's like turns away and the, the referee's like pointing like, you ready? And like looks at Cowboy and Cowboy's like over. Mm-hmm. And Cowboy's like trying to fight. He's like trying to get it cut. So they get the air out. Dang. Yeah. That was a very, very smart move to not let him fight. Yeah. And then the cool look, part about after that is Tony gets up there and the whole crowd boos Tony Ferguson. There's a kind of a cheap shot at the end of round two. And he hit him after the bell, but I don't think it was like blatantly intentional for sure. And Cowboy like gets on the mic and is like, that shot had nothing to do with it. Like, I'm super bummed. Y'all deserve to see a third round. It's not his Tony's fault. 
I didn't want to quit, but they made the decision. It's the right decision. And so, but like, that's another thing is his son's in the crowd. Yeah. His son doesn't have any idea what's going on, but his son also is going to grow up with some great highlights. Yeah. His dad whipping people. Yep. And so will Ellie have great highlights of my high school basketball days, mm-hmm. which will no one can find. And a soon to be home run derby highlight tape. That's true. This Saturday. Yeah. We're going to get some dingers. Excited about that. Gonna some dangers. I'm going to start stretching now. Yeah. I'll try to remove I probably the should. We're at 19%. So my computer See? could die at any moment. Could it really? Yeah, it could. You got a bad battery? Yeah, it's not great. It's starting to struggle a little bit. I don't know how we got here. I don't know either. It's like what we've been talking about the whole the whole podcast, though. It's been therapy. Yeah. We are, yeah. We are starting some new podcasts, though. We're trying to. And I think one will be centered around daily joy. Yeah. Because I think that's important. I think it is too. Even if it's silly. It's it's super ha- it's, it's super bad now. Or it's super, sorry, I can't even get my words right. It's super hard, especially for a person who watches the news. Like, and that's the first thing you do in the morning. Usually, usually like the morning news is a little bit more happy. But if you like are pers- a person who like um, re- religiously like watches the news, it's probably, it's probably pretty, pretty hard to yeah. be positive because there's not much positive news nowadays. No. Or it just doesn't sell. Yeah. That's, that's probably it. It just, it. it just doesn't sell. But Rants and raves doesn't exist for the raves. Yeah. It should just literally be rants. Yeah. Which I, I, I find some joy out of rants. Yeah, I do too. Raves. I do too. If you can't, I feel like my theory is if you can't solve the problem or be a piece of it, then you, you can enjoy it a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I, I do wish there was more like, I wish happy news was more publicized than the news that we see every day. Yeah. And which, it could, which, which is not a unique thought at all. I'm no. sure like most people have that thought. And it could be bad. It really, I think it generally could be bad the other way. Yeah. Like if you only talked about the good and yeah. you never acknowledged the bad, it'd be wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I just don't, I think we're in an era now where the balance is even further off. Yeah. Because of the amount of media we can consume. And I think naturally we want the bad. Mm-hmm. We don't know it, but I think we are looking for the bad. Yeah. So I think that if we could create content that was built around good only, other people are telling the story of the bad. You know, False Fugitive is not like an ideal story. It's a story that needs to be told. Yeah. And so that's that's a piece of the puzzle. But if we could do something that brought out some joy and some humor, yeah. I'd be happy. Yeah. And I just don't really understand most of the news nowadays. Like I don't I don't I'm not a I'm not a huge political guy, so I don't understand all these different people who are being investigated and their role in the government and stuff like that. So maybe it's just I don't have a big enough brain to under, even understand the news nowadays. I think politics has just turned so much into sports. Like you just pick a side. Right, and you just kind of ride or die with your team, and you overlook certain things, and you point out the other flaws. Like it's just, yeah. it's just, it's gotten to the point where it's nonsense. Yeah. I just don't really, I don't know. I don't want to. At the end of a long work day, I don't really want to sit down and have a beer with someone and talk about politics. Yep, that's why I watch The Bachelorette now. Uh, hey, listen, because it's drama. Because it's mindless. It's got drama. It's got love. It's got heartbreak. You know, it's got storytelling. Yep. Some great storytelling. You know, it's got great edits. Great storytelling. It does have some great edits. And I think that if we're being honest, you could categorize that as trash TV. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I I think there's value in 
if all you watch is trash, I think that I think that it's trash to your brain. But I think mm-hmm. that you have to have the ability to shut down, whatever that be. I think that's why I like, which I haven't been playing because I don't want to spend money, but I think that's why I enjoy video games. It's because for a few moments, like my brain just can go to mush and I can just do one thing. Yeah. And I can just hit the, hit the thing on the side of my head. And... <laughs> it's a Black Mirror. It's a Black Mirror oh, joke. If you ever watch Black Mirror, new season, yeah, should. Yeah. I don't know if it's good. Striking Vipers. Yeah, Striking Vipers. That was a strange one. It was suspect. It was very weird. Yeah. It's hard to... Yeah, Katie hated it. Yeah. It was weird. It's 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 a little strange, but so is so is that whole show. Yeah. But I think I I love it though, because I think the future stuff's gonna be insane. I I still have a hard time like envisioning that in the future though. At least in our lifetime. I think to that scale, I think you're right. Where you place something on your temple and automatically you're like transported somewhere else. Can't be great though to shut you down like that. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think that's another thing that I'm bad at or we're bad at in society is that it's easy to find all the things that aren't great. The reason social media is bad or the reason we should be doing these things. But I think that if we could just find some joy, I think that would solve a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find, though. It is. So there's always a negative. Yep. Did you see the uh, Canadians talking trash thing? No. I think it was Kimmel. He did like a, they got like all the, the Canadian people to, all the people for the Raptors to talk trash and uh, nobody talked trash. It's Craig. Just bring a little joy in the room. Yeah. And even now he's just bringing a little thumbs up joy. Yeah. Emily, Emily was uh, telling me about her experience with Craig yesterday. And uh, she said they were, I guess they were like back in the, uh, um, the gathering spot. I don't even know what we call that spot. Gathering. I like that. What was what, what, it actually called? Um, I always call it the gathering room. The gathering room. But I guess. I guess I, if you were technical, it'd be the sanctuary. I guess you were in there or in like the kid life area or somewhere. <laughs> and Emily said that she was talking to Craig, um, and Katie was up probably like ten plus rows in front of them, like holding Ellie, and then she like put Ellie up on her shoulder or whatever. Not on her shoulder, but like yeah. You know what I'm talking about. And um, apparently, like, Ellie was, like, looking in their general direction because she uh, she was over Katie's shoulder. And Craig is like, she's looking at me. And then apparently she, like, Ellie said something. And Craig was like, "Um, she's calling me. She wants me. (laughs) And then he just went up there and got her or something. But, yeah. It's weird. It's weird seeing him uh, get all giddy about that. He's a nerd. It's the best. We got to wrap it up because we're down to 11%. We can sit down at any moment. You're about to have your first Father's Day. We so are you. That. Yeah, so, so are you. I think yeah. that should count. Yeah. Oh, now, it's, it's, it's going to count. I, I would like to say this, though. Believe me, you know, you know, you know me. Hey, I would like to say, though, that I think that when you're having a kid the first go around, I think Mother's Day for the pregnant mom is a, is 100%. And Father's Day is 99. Yeah. Yep. I think it's probably 100, 100. We just didn't have to do the work yet. And the birthday should be more of the mom's day. Like the baby's birthday oh. should, should be more of like a like a mother's day. Katie and I talk about this all the time. So we're going to have a one-year party for Ellie. Mm-hmm. And that one-year party is going to have one mission. 
and that's to throw a celebration for ourselves and all the people around us. And we're going to just party with adults. You know why? Because all the adults kept her alive. She didn't do anything this year. She's just cute and she's fun. And I want her to know that she's loved by everybody. But it's about the adults. Yeah. One year birthday party? You kidding me? You didn't do anything. Yeah. That's, that's prob- I cleaned poop out of your car seat yesterday. That, that probably was your mother's maybe most painful yeah. day ever. Painful and joyful day yep. ever. Yeah. When, when's Ellie's birthday? September 6th. <laughs> Dang, she's about to be one. I know, ma'am. That's weird. She just had, last week was her nine month. Dang. Wow. That's nuts. I know. Doesn't feel, uh, feels like it's been three months, two months, one month, and then sometimes it feels like it's been 12 years. Dang. Best year ever. It's going to be fun, man. You have a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. We'll do another podcast this week. I think we're going to bring Morgan in. We should. She got baptized this Sunday. It was really cool. And uh, she's an awesome person. So I didn't see her all day today. She hid in the back office because she's not feeling well. Uh, yeah, so you don't want to get anybody sick. Uh, it's very sweet of her. That is sweet. But she was not feeling good. What is your... 9%, we're rolling. What is your word of wisdom today? I'm just waiting for your computer to shut off so I don't have to give one. Oh, it died. Oh, and we're out. Nope. Oh, dang it. Um, Let's see. Go home today. Mm-hmm. Instead of watching the news... Watch Modern Mad Men. Do something that you enjoy, like listening to Modern Mad Men. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, huh? That's yeah. probably the best one we've ever had. I think that's probably the best one. Skip skip the news and do something you enjoy instead. Yeah. Or if you need, if you feel like you need to like keep up with the news, watch the news, but then do something you enjoy afterwards. Yeah. Something that brings you life. Yeah. Don't don't go to bed with the news on your mind. Go to bed with something that you enjoy doing on your mind. Yep. That's good. I'm going to piggyback off of yours. Because it's my personal goal for the next six months to change this rhythm. Is to Sabbath regularly. So take one day a week to do life-giving things for yourself and your family. Everybody's different. Some people that might be just a Netflix day. Because I think, I think people are getting soft. I mean, I really do. I think that nobody's resting, but I also think a lot of people aren't working that hard either. Yeah. And so it's not like, oh, man, people are just working so hard. Most people don't work that hard, and they just don't rest. They're just always kind of doing something or just vegging out and never doing anything that's bringing joy to them. And so I, I want to continue to work hard, if not harder, but also at least taking a day or two to just, like, shut down. Yeah. And just be with what I want to do, like, like uh, Saturday. Like the last two weekends, I've not had a weekend. I've been nonstop all weekend. And so Saturday morning, we're going to go hit baseballs. That's going to bring me a lot of joy, uh-huh. especially when you're hitting the ball 450, 285. Which is far enough because the fence is only like 180. Is the fence really 180? I have no idea. Okay, if it's 180, then I'm hitting. It's, it's, it's probably around there, though. If it's 180, then I'm hitting 200. Okay. Now you're hitting farther than that. Uh, 220, maybe. Maybe. But... Yeah, I think just finding things, like you said, like planning for it, but also taking time to just do some stuff that re-energize you, bring mm-hmm. you life. Because we're in a marathon. Yeah. And also, I'm going to add something. I am speaking to myself 
with this one, but break your routine. It's super easy to like go home after, which is kind of what you just said. Um, it's super easy to go home after like your eight to five, nine to five, whatever job you have and like eating and then watching TV on the couch yep. for the rest of the night, which is not a very healthy routine that, um, that we experience quite a bit. So I am going to break that routine and Emily's been like super good about like urging me and urging us to like get out and like just like walk the dogs around the block. But yeah, that's that's me speaking to myself is to go home and break the routine. Break the and, routine. And get outside or do something else other than like eating and then watching TV and then going to bed. Which sounds really nice tonight. Yeah. If I'm being completely honest, that sounds like what I want to do. I gotta yeah. mow. I gotta mow the yard. See? Breaking the routine. You don't mow the yard every day. I mean, I kind of do. Oh, you do? Yeah. Just I, I'd mow with sections. Yeah. So I'll mow like a fourth of my front yard on Monday and then a fourth on Tuesday. My exercise. So that's a routine. You had to break that. You yeah. You can't mow every day. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I get into... Nothing in my life has been routine the last three weeks, though. Yeah. And I'm missing a routine, which is weird. Yeah. But I guess I, I'm I get, bad at that. I guess routines are super healthy depending on what uh, stage of life you are in. No, I think you're right, though. I think that... Like, when I have a night off, I don't want it to just be, like, come home, survive, Ellie goes to sleep, and then veg and sleep. Yeah. Which I was kind of, I mean, supposed to be a bachelor at night. And the NBA Finals ruined that. Dad gummit. And then I were planning our whole week around tonight, watching The Bachelorette now, it's ruined. Thanks, NBA Finals. Are they going to do it tomorrow? Are they going to skip the week? No, they're doing it tomorrow. There you go. Yep. Tuesday Night Joy. Which I guess the NBA Finals broke our routine for us. Well, <laughs> hot dang. Well, never mind. Thank you, NBA Finals. Yeah. See, you're just, you just you know what you just did there? What? Is you found the joy. Yep. You could have been bitter, but you found the joy in the situation. Thanks, NBA Finals. Yeah. Basketball. And the good news is you could just still watch the NBA Finals. Yeah. I'm uh, To be completely honest with you, let me close on this. I've been watching way more Ranger games than NBA Finals. I think I have too. I, I think I, I think... That. Which is just like super, like ultra, cons- like how consumption based I am. But lately, I've like we've had something like on the TV, which we, we only have. We only use like one TV. We have two TVs. We have one in our bedroom, but we never use it. We only have like the one TV in our house that's in our living room. But lately, um, we just had something like on that TV while we're both watching it, and then I also have like a game on my phone watching it. So much I'm just like consuming stuff now. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm bad about that too, and I'm not even good at multitasking. So, but I think sports you don't have to because if you just check out, you check out, and then you go to the next thing. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But then it's like I'm I'm like double checking out while my <laughs> wife is sitting next to me, and then I might like get out of my the thing I'm watching on my on my phone to like play a quick game of tap baseball. So I don't know. Just a priority thing. I'm not very good at priorities sometimes. Yeah. Like my, 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 my pregnant wife is sitting next to me and we're watching a TV show and then I'm also watching a game on my phone. Yeah. You're a bad person. I'm a, I'm a terrible person. I think that's a normal man. Yeah. But I think that's what you said. Break the rhythm. Yep. Break the routine a little bit. This has been good therapy. I'm going to go home and continue routine. That just turned into like a little confessional podcast for me at the end. 
No, man. I think everybody probably sets in that. I think the I think for some people they just don't feel guilty about it because they don't recognize it. Yeah. Because it would be real easy for you. And I'll just use your scenario to say, you know, to wait on your wife to do that for you. Or wait, she's not mad. She hasn't said anything to you about it. But like you acknowledge it. Yeah. And I'm way worse than you. I yeah. almost guarantee you that. We, we we are pretty good. It probably I probably just made it sound like we're like no, we are have our set routine, but we are we are pretty good at uh breaking routine. And that's something that we are we're pretty proud of. You should be. But I probably did not make it seem like that. No, but I think you're I said, but, but you're you're always looking at it more critical yeah, yourself. No, for sure. So you're trying to make it better, which is yeah. probably the goal. I mean, being a leader, I think that's probably what you're always trying to figure out is how to make it better. Yeah. So it's a good thing. It's not bad. I mean, is, is your marriage in trouble? Maybe. Nah. You know, are you are you feeling? Yeah, probably. But oh, shoot, this that's, is not good. That's for the next podcast. We'll talk yeah. about that. Oh, cliffhanger! Got him. Got him with the cliffhanger. Got him with the cliffhanger. Hey, speaking of cliffhangers, we would love it if you would take a few seconds to go to your favorite podcasting site and hit subscribe. Leave us some stars. Leave us some feedback. And if you have a great idea for a podcast, send it to us. Preferably Apple Podcasts because apparently that's where everything takes off. Yeah, if you could go there, that would be really Even great. Even if you list on Spotify or something else, at least go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a, a review and a subscribe there too. I'm hitting uh, stop on the Facebook stream. Okay. So we're out. But we'll keep recording on the other one. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to go listen, you should go to Apple Podcasts and hit subscribe. Very sneaky of you. I'm just afraid. I was afraid that it would die before this and then it would just be live and we wouldn't know it was live. We got uh, any interaction on there? No. Well, dang. No, we didn't, man. You must have not been entertaining at all. No, we kind of dropped the ball. Um, also don't know if he was even working half the time, but it's yeah. all Gucci, man. We did good, but we uh, appreciate everybody listening. Send us some uh, podcast suggestions if you want us to start a podcast, a different one, or if you want to start your own and you're within the Wichita Falls area, we'd love to chat with you because we are building a podcast network. Yeah. We're excited about it. We've got some cool ideas coming up. I keep saying that because it's going to happen at some point. And, uh, yeah, anything else for the peeps shared? Um, stay tuned for the next episode because we're dropping some big stuff. There you go. We aren't really us, just a cliffhanger. We That's, already dropped them. We're going to do marriage advice. Oh, yeah. We probably won't, if we're being honest. There's not really a cliff to hang up from at the end of this episode, but there's going to be a cliffhanger. You should stick around for the next episode. Because it's going to be crazy. Yep. This is going to be one of the craziest episodes. This next one. Crazy. Episode 70. Massive. Oh, 70. Guess what? I've been scribbling words on a cocktail napkin Scratching a lucky strike ad madmen My rapping is sorta old-fashioned Window shopping, hip-hopping mannequin Roger to his Don Draper, we make songs Elevator music, rock to the PM Dawn Copping a new John, mocking your crew song I'm dope in a pocket, plus hot with a suit on We madmen